A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We're recognizing farmsteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. These families will get together at State Fair Park in West Allis on August 9th for a celebratory breakfast. One family belongs to Ella Faye Johnson. She and her two daughters will accept the award for the family's Century Farm next month. The family's farm in Marquette County has been in production for more than 100 years and also served as a florist business for the area for a number of years. LFA's daughter, Barbara, starts us off with some history on the farm. The farm was acquired on the 28th of April in 1922. That's thanks to our county uh, clerk digging out that information for us. The farm was purchased from the Ogle family, O-G-L-E. They apparently were prominent in the Westfield area. I also know that because many years later, they gave to me two paintings that they'd had done of the old house that I remember growing up in some of my years. The family probably sold in 1922 because uh, the, the father, the Ogle family father, had died. My grandfather, Sam, was a rural mail carrier. They had been living on a farm owned by Sam's mother, Christina Carmen Johnson. It was just a mile from the Ogle farm, so it was an easy move from the farm that they'd been living on to the one they purchased. The farm they'd lived on was transferred to the oldest son in the family, Frank, and Sam was not the oldest son in the family, so kind of family tradition meant that it was time for Sam and my grandmother, Anna, to move on and buy their own place. How long after that did they then start a family? The the family came along. The first uh, was uh, Ethel, who was born in a house they were renting in the village of Westfield. And then the two sons, Donald and Wayne, my father, the youngest, were both born in the farm that was then transferred to Frank's. So growing up, every time I went to Westfield... From our farm, I drove right past the house where Uncle Don and Dad were born. Tell me about the early years of of that property. What did they farm? Was it dairy? What kind of crops did they have? I'm going to hand the phone to Mom, and she can tell you about the early farming crops and things on the on the farm. When when Sam and Anna bought the farm, they were full farming all the land, 87 acres under crop, and they grew everything, had a dairy herd, and uh, where he was a mail carrier, and she had chickens. Uh, Sam, uh, as a mail carrier, had hired help all the time, and Anna had hired help in the house with her children. She was a school teacher prior to her marriage, and Sam was a, a mail carrier since, two, I think, 1909. And he needed just four months of it being 50 years when he passed. Yeah, and the crops that they grew, they had corn, hay, uh, sorghum that was sold and uh, made into molasses. And then they had pigs and cows. And later on, the boys had sheep, but not until after Sam uh, and Anna had sold the whole farm to us and they moved into town. Dad's uh, dairy herd was registered. But with the war, 
and lack of help and the boys being gone to service, he sold. I want to talk about kind of those early years, um, you know, wars, Great Depression. What were the stories that you heard from the farm during that period? How the kids grew up and how they had no power when they went there, but they were one of the early ones that took the Delco electric power plant so that they were able to work the barn and also the house with more than the old lampshades that they used to have. And then all three kids went off to college. As the war was over, Sam and the older boy, Don, bought old windmill towers and redwood beer vats from a company that no longer made beer. And that's what the greenhouses were then made from. But we bought the farm, and Don and his wife, Nancy, had been in business with us, but she was from Texas as well, wanted to get closer home to her parents, so they bought a place in Oklahoma where Don had had training as a pilot while his brother Wayne had to finish high school, and then they both went to UW and were trained in the ROTC, which was uh, flying at college. So they were both went in as uh, pilots in World War II, and both married Texas girls, and then they both ended up on the farm with Sam and Anna. Then mother and dad, Sam and Anna, bought property in Westfield and built a home, and that left the four of us in a house together. And Nancy said, this business is not big enough for two families. We're going to move, and they did. So, Ella Faye, then tell me about this florist business, because the farm was already a pretty diversified operation, but you guys uh, went a little further in kind of starting off a whole new agribusiness. Well, uh, while Wayne was in high school, they started doing uh, evergreen nurseries, planting trees out in, and then started landscape, which uh, Wayne majored in, in uh, landscape design. So, And they were in 4-H in the beginning that started them planting the trees. And Dad was a, he was a hard worker. He was buying trees all over and helping plant and helping trim trees at the cemetery at way after they were planted. Now they're so tall, nobody could trim them. What year was it that you started the, the greenhouse floral business? Uh, that was actually as soon as we got home from, uh, from the military. So it would have been 1946. Uh, we got home in March of 46, and Dad and Don were already buying windmill towers and had them stored in the barn. And then we got hired two older men, and they came every day, brought their own lunch. We paid them $5 a day, and they worked to help build the greenhouses. Later, we bought a national greenhouse and added it on. But uh, actually, and Wayne and I then went to Bright School of Floral Design because we didn't know how to make floral arrangements, but... We did a good business. LFA, what was it like running a greenhouse? It was busy, 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 and Sam and Anna Johnson were there all the time helping us, and both of my girls had to learn to make flowers. Barbara made me a corsage when she was five years old, and they took a picture of her and printed it in a magazine, a farm magazine. But they learned to work, and that's the one good part about family business. Everybody in the family has a hand in it, and they all work, and they all benefit. So we were awfully proud of that business in a small rural community. Marquette County is one of the smaller areas in the state, and we were close enough to Portage that we sold geraniums to the F.W. Woolworth store for several years, hauled them down there and sold them, 
and then we bought a flower shop right in Portage. So we were busy, busy people. Never had time to get in trouble. What happened uh, to the the traditional farm operation? Did that continue, or were there did you were the cows sold, or did you still milk cows? What about the cash cropping? How did that pan out? Uh, yeah, after after uh, the boys were there, we only had one milk cow, <laughs> and Wayne. Finally, she fell and broke her leg, so we had to kill her. But then Wayne and his brother Don had sheep. They bought sheep and also leghorn chickens. And uh, they weren't successful at either of those. <laughs> so we pretty soon were out of that farm business. And actually, we're working mostly with crops in the fields, growing the corn and the hay and, and the sorghum. And then uh, after that, we began after Wayne passed. I rented my land, and it is still rented to a veterinarian who lives right across the field from me. And I get rent every January from him, and the crops are all grown extremely well. And so the buildings are still there. We built a new home in, uh, let me see, 53. Yeah, 1953. We sold the old house. It was cut half in two and moved to a neighbor farm. And Barbara really remembers that. I have clear memories of watching the house go down the driveway in two parts. It, I was six uh, at the time, and uh, we lived, literally, we lived in a shed attached to the greenhouse for the whole summer while the uh, foundation was dug and the new house was built. Um, and I just recently ran across pictures that confirmed exactly what I remembered. Barbara, is that why you have such a green thumb? You were brought up in the greenhouse? Absolutely. Um, mother was at, and dad were at the floral design school in Chicago in uh, <clears throat> March of 1947. I was born in June of 47. So uh, mom remembers being there with uh, crackers and a paper bag because <laughs> I was on the way. Um, the, the house that went down the driveway was reassembled about four miles away from and is still, um, actually I visited not the inside of it, but I uh, recently saw where it is. It really hasn't changed. And probably when I was maybe 18 or so delivering flowers, the people that lived in the house at that time knew I had grown up there and uh, invited me in. And my memory was perfect about the location of the kitchen, living room, dining room, but the house had shrunk immensely. <laughs> so LFA, you mentioned uh, some of the old but original buildings. We're still on the property. Uh, what's still standing there that, that was there when the family acquired it? Okay, when the family acquired the property, there was a granary, a, a big barn, a corn crib, a silo, hog barn, and a log building. The Oh, and a brooder house for the chickens. The granary, the log building, and the barn are still there to this day. The log building has to go somewhere back into the 1800s. I don't have, you know, I, I don't know the uh, the date when it was built, but it's, it's kind of cool to have a log building on your property. How big was the property um, when it was bought by the Johnson family, and uh, what's the size today? Yeah, the total property is 120 acres, and the, the part that was not under production for crops is forest, lots of wonderful oak trees. Is it still, the property still 120? It is, minus a little 
maybe acre and a half that mom sold to Dixie and Dale, who leased the greenhouse after dad passed. So they were able to build their house. And uh, let's see, mom reminded me to uh, mention that uh, pretty much uh, Mary was, uh, I was the girl that wanted horses, never got them. Mary was my sister was a girl who got the horses. Um, early on, grandmother rented a little pony named Blackie. And uh, so Mary was into showing horses, and eventually Mom then built a horse barn uh, with an arena for Mary to continue with that interest. And uh, after uh, Mary went off to college and so forth, and the horse barn has still standing, has been rented to um, a local woman who uh, has uh, horses that she pulls carts with. You know, it sounds like such a unique property. What a great place to grow up. It was. To now describe it to me. What it, What is it today? What's in production? Okay, in, pr- in production today is the, the cropland, um, hay and, and corn, and the neighbor is a very good grower, so we're happy, happy to have that. Um, and uh, the horse barn is still in use. The other outbuildings still exist. Uh, the greenhouse is uh, no longer being used, so it's turned into anything that isn't used. It, it's sort of falling down, and, and uh, you know, sad to see, but understandable. It's not a business that you easily find someone who's able to take over. In fact, Dixie and Dale did a fabulous job as a grower and uh, the flower shop, but they finally, they're my age, so they finally reached a point where they, too, wanted to retire. So, sadly, the, that business isn't in operation, but um, Mom is reminding me that, that there was a total of 62 years from the time the floral and nursery business was started uh, until uh, uh, it no longer continued as a florist. Looking ahead, Barbara and LFA, what are, what are you guys thinking about when it comes to the future of the property? Well, um, as I emailed you, uh, there's just mom at 101, me at 75, and my sister at 65, and uh, no uh, no heirs. Someday, some someday down the road, but no no time soon. Uh, it's uh, from Madison. It's about an hour and 15 or 20 minutes to to get up there. Uh, one of the uh, you know, COVID has changed everybody's lives, but one of the positive things about COVID is that every couple of weeks, uh, Mom and I go up to Westfield so she can get her hair done, catch up on the gossip, visit with Dixie and Dale, and see the property. So I'm getting up there, and so she every couple of weeks now. So you guys can, you know, you continue to visit the property even though maybe you're not directly involved in the operation. That's right, yeah. LFA Johnson and her daughter Barbara join Midwest Farm Report to share their story of their Century Farm in Marquette County. The Century Farm program originated as part of Wisconsin's centennial celebration in 1948. And each year since then, about 100 properties are honored. You can listen to some of those stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. I'm Stephanie Hoff.